Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Wanda, and welcome to today's episode of The Winner's Circle. The Winner's Circle. Gang, 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 gang. That clock was winning. Wait, pause. We all have on some really fire shoes right now. Oh, we snap. do. Like, and they're, kind, they're all kind of, like, not regular. Like, when I say not regular, they're they're nice shoes, but it's stuff that you haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. Can we get a shoe cam on this thing? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Maze, what you got on? I'm rocking Dunks. Don't ask me what the style name is, but yeah. I know that they were 2022 release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I used to have those. I don't those remember the style name, but they're gray and white. But you're going to see on the shoe cam. It's, like a, you're it's like a subtle gray. Yes. They're super And fire. it's crazy because when I ordered them, I thought it was like a, a tannish, oh. kind of like a tan gray fusion yeah. type of color situation going. But, that's but when I opened them are. in the box, bro. Yeah. Bruh. Love yeah, it. they're nice. What about low you? top dunks? I got a pair of platform low top um, Converse. That's crazy. It's the Basquiat edition. So his family licensed their art, his artwork for the first time, because um, he has a display going on. Uh, his art, art that's never been seen, is traveling all over the U.S. right now. I saw it in New York. Um, I think at the top of this year or top of last year, it's in L.A. right now. It's going to France. But his family did a license of a lot of his work. I don't like buying Basquiat gear like at like H&M and Forever yeah. 21 because I'm like they're just gentrifying and instilling our culture. Yeah. I don't like putting on a lot of his stuff. But this was a license that his family actually did with Converse. And Matt, shout out to Matt. Um, Matt always keeps me uh, fleeky, especially when it comes to shoes. Yes, Matt saw these shoes when he was on the way um, to Atlanta last year during the Stellars and was like, hey, I found a pair of shoes for you. He sent me the picture. And he got them for me and brought them up here. So I'm wearing the Basquiat Low Top Platform Converse. I've actually never seen a low top platform Converse outside of these. So shout out to the Basquiat, Basquiat's family. Shout out to Converse. I really like them. That's crazy. I didn't even know they were Converse. So. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were That's what I'm saying. They're a low top Converse. And I've never seen a low top platform Converse like that. Yeah, they're That's Converse. Fire. You can see the Converse uh, star on yeah, the back yeah, yeah. of that one. Oh. Yeah. And then they got the Basquiat on the okay. And Basquiat on the other hill, yeah. yeah. That's why I like them because it's like when I saw them, I was like, oh, those are really for me, but I had never seen a shoe like this. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Big uh -huh. dub, what you got on your feet? I'm rocking the My Man, My Man 3000. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real though, because yeah. yeah, me and Darius and I picked those out for her birthday. And, he uh, was on were, a mission because I remember yeah. he called me and was yeah. like, do you know where I can get? Tell me, what, I'm thinking about getting these type of shoes. Where can I get them? Then he called Nage. He was going back. He was yeah. on a mission. He was really being your man for those shoes. Yeah, yeah. Those, the, those the birthday, the, the birthday 4000s. You feel yeah. me? So shout out to him for those. You know, I love pink. As you can tell. Yeah. And so. Nice and they, they fit your personality yeah. so perfectly. And they're so fire. The highlighter neon pink. Yes. You know all, with the highlighter laces. For sure. They're crazy. Yes, indeed, yeah. indeed. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I always let you kind of go into it, you know, Aaron. So. Yeah, okay. What you been into? So, uh, into speaking <laughs> of. So, I think there's things. There's several <laughs> things that I love in life, right? Yeah. Okay, so we love the shoes. Um, another thing that I really love is sneaker. Uh, I mean, sneaker culture is what we love. That's what we just talked about. But another thing that I love is music, but like at, from a consumer standpoint. So y'all know I have a playlist called Aaron's Ears. Oh, I need to drop a new addition for the BYOD page. But I drop music called Aaron's Ears monthly um, with Build Your Own Dreams, my company. And um, I haven't been listening to anything for the past probably like three weeks, but worship music, um, which is like, I listen to worship to go to sleep. I listen to worship on Sundays. Sometimes I have worship time, but I'm not like, 
Folks be bumping worship in their car, and I'm not that person. Yeah, no. You know, <laughs> respect to y'all who do that. I'm just like, I'm not that type of saved. But I've just been like, uh, not that I've just been going through. It's just sometimes I have these moments where I can't take any more input, and there's a lot of stuff being put on me, given to me a lot. So I'm just, I haven't really been listening to a lot of music. But when I do listen to music, I've been listening to worship. And I just, I've come off of several um worship events that we've been working at or around worship slash gospel events. So I, um, Naomi Rain dropped a live album, which I didn't know, a live worship album. Naomi Rain from Maverick City. Um, she's doing solo stuff too. But yesterday, this this song I just heard yesterday, and I played, I played it on repeat like 10 times. And it's incredible. It's called Drink Offering. It's off her album, Cover the Earth, but it's live in New York. And... It's like a 10-minute song, but it's so... Her, she, put, the, she put in that time. Yeah. 10 and, times and, 10. and then there's the whole choir with her, and they're singing these beautiful vamps and refrains. It's such a sweet song. Um, basically, the premise of it is that if I'm water, you're going to turn me into wine, mm-hmm. and it's called Drink Offering. <clears throat> and um, I don't like a lot of... Uh, I think a lot of the prime worship songs that people love and hype right now, I'm just not super into because I feel like they come from a very Americanized, like colonial thought process. Like almost like we, I do believe that we partner with God, but like we have a part in this and I don't think we do. I think our part is surrender and God's doing everything else. And that's what this song is about. The contrition and like, I have a contrite heart and I'm just here Mm. offering what I have. It's still not good enough for you, but you're taking that and you're making it something beautiful and abundant. And to me, it's just such a, it, it feels like such an intimate song, but it's done in such a beautiful corporate way. It gave me chills. I was flying back from, um, Las Vegas, yesterday and I started listening to it on my after my first connection and I almost found myself in tears I was really fighting tears on the plane because it's such a beautiful song so shout out to Naomi Rain check out drink offering man I and again I I listen I listen to worship to sleep I have my worship records but I'm not somebody who's just like let me go check out the new Mav album I think they're dope the songs that pop up, I think they're dope. I've heard, I'll listen to it when it comes through, but I'm not somebody who's necessarily looking for worship. And I'm so glad I listened. Her whole project is fire. It's like, it's fire. But that song struck me so much, and I feel like it's a new favorite for me. It's That's about good. to be yeah. in the catalog. So shout out to Holy Girl Naomi Rain. This yeah. song is the one, and I'm very, very encouraged, and I feel sustained by it. So Can I just say how timely that is? Mm. Because... Um, it's super interesting. Like I, I normally start my mornings with worship music. Mm-hmm. Like I'm super intentional about that. Mm-hmm. If I'm not going to listen to anything regarding worship at any other time of the day, it's going to be in, in the, the morning, morning. Wow, yeah. when I'm starting my day, when I'm, I'm preparing my heart for the day and spending that quality time with the Holy Spirit. But lately, like literally we're like, we're on the same page right now. Like lately I've only been listening um, to like, you know, worship music, unless it's like occasional, if I'm taking a drive and I put on some, you know, throwback hits that I like, or, you know, something like that. Heavy on the throwbacks. Yes. But I've been super intentional about, um, not even, honestly, I'm not even going to say intentional because it, it hasn't been like a thing that I've been wanting to do. Yeah. It's not like, it's been a thing that my heart has been like, I got to turn on. Yes. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, it's been like a lot of, uh, you know, 
old school gospel that I kind of like grew up on that kind of brings back that nostalgic comfort and peace uh, about me. So I think that's so funny how you were saying like you've been like only listening to, yeah. like, you know, certain worship songs lately because yeah. of like, you know, just things that have been going on because that's my that's my retreat when I need peace. Yeah. Is to put on like worship and, and things like that. And it's funny because we were talking in the last episode about about rest and. Yeah. I think that kind of got, you know, for me at least, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Like, you know, the need for those vibes yeah, um, when sure. you're in just these kind of headspaces. So. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I feel I feel compelled to listen to worship because I always know what I want to listen to. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I want to listen to this or this. If I can't figure out what I want to listen to, mm-hmm. then I'm like, I guess I got to turn on worship. And then I, it's always like, oh, that's what I needed, you know? Yes, yeah. I think that's but last episode, we were talking about rest, and I think it's really interesting, though, just in general, because, like, while you're on that journey to just adding and implementing rest into your life, one of the biggest keys that can, like, help you open that up is, like, learning how to say no to things. Mm. Because, obviously, if you don't say no, you're always going to be busy. Ain't going to be no rest. And I think I think it's really interesting whenever you explore that, just in general, because I think the no's can fall into various categories. That's good. It can fall into other people so like learning how to say no to requests coming in but then also to yourself in general because Mm, yeah if you don't stop working like nobody's there with you when you're at your house by yourself like telling you to like hey go to sleep or hey like it's okay like you can actually rest right now or saying no to like excess like oh like (laughs) I really want to eat this slice of cake right now but I'm not going to. Mm. Or, like, I really want to spend money on this thing. Ooh. I've been on a spending fast for nah, four for me, months. That. Yeah. And that. that's been, like, you know, even when you get a little extra money, the knee jerk is to, I felt like God called me to a spending fast recently, like, denying myself of what I want to spend money on because I feel like I'm about to experience so much increase financially. Mm-hmm. I have to have the muscle in place ahead of time. I have to have that self-control. So I went on a spending fast, and then my money severely dropped off, and I was like, thank you God. I went on, on the spending fast, but I felt like he revealed to me, like, this is only temporary because you're about to go up, and I need you to have that that, uh, what do you call that, uh, the self-control mm-hmm. to not just be so quick to spend it when you have yes. it. Yeah, I, I feel like the beauty of saying no is um, correlated to being able to uh, experience different gifts from the Lord that mm-hmm. you may not have been able to experience previously. Mm-hmm. Preach, day Because, <laughs> I say this because I had to learn this myself, like at the beginning of... Um, at the beginning of uh, COVID and everything like that, I was on hyperdrive saying yes to everything because I was trying to make it out here in Atlanta. I was um, trying to blind myself from grief and everything like that. So I was saying yes to everything. And it took me like a year and a half to realize that there is a beauty of saying no. And once I began to say no to certain things, like, you know, saying no to certain jobs that I was being offered or certain contracts from, you know, different people. Like if it just didn't make sense at the time, like I can say no, I don't have to take on every and anything. But I began to experience so much more peace, so much more stillness, so much more um, contentment within my own self and everything like that. And uh, and. I feel like it's also directly correlated with rest 
to to a certain degree. So, yeah. and I, I think there's a different perspective to what you're even saying too, of like a different level of experiencing something you didn't have before. Because mm-hmm. especially all of us, like we're walking in a new level of leadership and a new level of like accolades per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I true. think that's a, another descriptive of experiencing something you didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And how she's even talking about the spending thing. Like even God's been dealing with me in that area. Because you might feel like, oh, well, I've never had access to this type of money before. Like, right. let me reward myself. Sometimes you need to reward yourself, though. Because sure. I'm an advocate for, sure. for that. But I think sometimes if you're like, oh, well, dang, this is crazy. This person wants to do a feature. Or, oh, this is crazy. And if God is telling you not to do it, yeah. Yeah, you even though you've never that. experienced that type of level before, you still have to listen and be disciplined yeah. and learn how to say no if something doesn't feel right. Yeah. Especially in our industry, like, we've seen so many people who don't have integrity. Mm-hmm. And so it can look crazy if it's like, why are you saying no to this? Like, this is a crazy level. This will get you an award. This right. will get you money. But let's so let's dang. let's give an example of that. So mm-hmm. last year, you got invited to do a feature with a very big artist at the time, and you didn't feel right about it. But <clears throat> the label was pushing for it, and you were kind of like, and this is no disrespect to the label, but it was you were like, well, I don't really have a reason. I just don't feel great about it, right? Okay, so song gets recorded. It's cool. We go to fly to shoot the music video. I get there. You end up getting delayed almost 24 hours. It was like you had to fly to California just to get a flight to South Florida. It was this crazy experience. You finally get there, but you missed the whole, and then you didn't have any clothes. Your bags didn't make it. It was thing after thing after thing after thing. And we were like, what is going on? And then you missed like the whole first part of the video shoot. I'm just there like, hey guys, she's coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and then you get there, we shoot the last part of the video. I'm not going to explain the situation, but it comes out to where you, we asked to be taken off of the song and in God's sovereignty, it worked out that you hadn't been a part of the video. So they didn't have to, it was a huge budget video. So they didn't have to scrap the video. They just cut out your part that was at the end. But that's an example of, there was a no there that we felt. Yeah. And God kept confirming the no by making it difficult for us to complete the task that we were supposed to have. Yeah. And sovereignty he worked it out but there's been so many times even for me where I've felt a no and I pushed through it because people were like well you don't really have a reason not to I can even tell y'all about the lawsuit that I'm going through right now I kept having no's to do something that to do something and basically I was told by people to push through it I pushed through it and it exposed me in a way that caused all of this to now the lawsuit is still wrong but I was way more exposed because I felt a no and I didn't listen to it Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying and so I think that uh you know the the famous saying but as our producer Mia reminded us of of no is a complete sentence I think especially with women we're expected to explain our no's and if it's not good enough then we then it's not a no and people are consistently trying to talk us out of that and it's like yo like one our intuition the holy spirit discernment all those things are working in our favor and i believe that you're defined way by way more by your nose than your yeses Mm -hmm. and you know auntie tab she talks about how if it's for me it's coming regardless right so she's like i don't have to say yes to everything if it's for me it's coming regardless it's already written 
I like I can't I'm too small to stop what's coming my way and you're not powerful enough to stop what's coming my way. Yeah. So we just have to That's I good. think that that goes back into the rest that goes back into the surrender. Like if you feel like it's a no, it may not be a no forever, but it's a no for now. Yeah. And maturity comes and says, "Okay, I choose to trust that rest. You're trusting God." your discernment, and then even seeing how things play out. If you're constantly like, I'm always anxious, I'm always burned out, you're probably saying mm-hmm. yes to too many things. Mm-hmm. If you keep hitting your head against the wall, you're probably saying yes to too many things, or you're not saying no to enough things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think your no's are what anchor you because it's the it's the boundary and the definition for what makes you you and not everybody else. Yeah. I realized that part of my issue, especially in this industry, was I was saying yes to all the things that people people perceived me to be great at something just because I was like, I'm good at a handful of things. But like greatness for me comes with focus. People yes. haven't even seen my That's version so of great because I've just been good at a lot of things. And I've been saying yes, because yeah. people. So even right now, it's like. I've been saying for over a year, I'm slowing down so I can hold what God has for me. And I even saw it this week. Jeez. This week I had, this week I kept, I told Wanda this earlier. I said I was at my absolute capacity this week. I wasn't overwhelmed. I wasn't, it wasn't chaotic, but I was at capacity. Had I said, had I not told everybody I'm not doing anything but this thing this last week, I wouldn't have been able to handle it because everybody, I was at my capacity, but I was able to function and thrive. I wasn't freaking, I wasn't, I was able to thrive because one, I've built the capacity for it and my window of tolerance is there, but two, because I was choosing, I said no to everything else for me to be at present with one of my biggest opportunities I've ever had in my life. But had I not had the discipline to say no all this time, I would have never been present in this opportunity i just want to comment on that because i'm literally living that right now mm-hmm. like, Facts. Facts. you know yeah i'm literally living that right now reason being um a lot of you who don't know me personally i'll just give a, a really quick snippet um i was doing super well i was on tour i ended up losing the client they just stopped paying me out of nowhere so i lost a large chunk of my income turn around and then my room flooded with septic water. So I had like two weeks to evacuate and move and find somewhere to live. From there, uh, my boyfriend and I combined our resources to just make life smarter for the both of us. And since then, since I've been doing that, he's been like, um, you know, babe, like I got us, like, don't worry. Like you don't have to do as much as you've had to do previously because I've always had to, you know, take care of myself. And I've been able to exercise my no more. And the more that I've been able to exercise my Mm -hmm. no, I've been able to to, uh, see my value more Mm -hmm. and tap into the things that I know I am not only gifted at, but purposed at and grow in those areas, which is why I'm now focusing on growing my administration agency and things like that, because I've been able to sit in a no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I've never like, had stay this there. Yes, yes, and stay yes. there. I've Not never just had say no and then have before. to go back and... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not stay saying no, no for the moment yeah. and then having yeah. to go back and be like, all right, now I got to revisit this project and yeah. really get this on. I've been able to say no and keep that no yeah. because of the fact that I've been I've been blessed with, with, you know, resources that I don't have to work as hard for anymore. And, and not everybody can say that, but I'm just letting you know and... Uh, that I, I coincide with that and I'm yeah. literally living that right now and yeah. it's a it's an amazing feeling because like 
I feel so much more valued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm living, I mean, we're all, I think, living it in, in a unique way. Mm-hmm. Like, I took a job recently. Um, it's still a music industry job, but I took a job. And because I have more stability now, yeah. that note come real quick. No, you're like, you're like, I'm good. I'm no, like, because, you know, like I said last episode, if you want access to me quickly or outside of my scope, you got to pay for it. Yeah. This person said, hey, I'm willing to pay for your time, attention, and expertise. Yes. And I'm going to compensate. How much do you want? This right. person said, like, I literally got to choose what my salary was. That's amazing. And it's not exorbitant, but it was what I needed. And yeah. I'm like, this is what I need to be able to say yes to you. They said, we can do it. Right. So now I'm like, I can focus now. Right. So when you're coming with, I, somebody offered, it was so wild. On Saturday, somebody called me out the blue. I thought they were calling me to be like a friend. So I pick up. They're asking me for something. They're like, well, can I offer you equity? I said, I have to be frank with you. Equity in something that doesn't have any profitability doesn't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just want me to volunteer for you. Right. And I said, I respect what you're doing, but you have to show me that this ha- actually makes money before equity is even exciting to me. Yeah. I said, because I know what I'm bringing to the table. I don't know what you're bringing to the table. Right. I have to, I'm learning how to choose my words. Tact comes with time. That's what the Lord gave me this, this week because I'm, I'm going through some stuff right now because I didn't have tact. It wasn't untrue, but I didn't have tact. So it came off unkind. Can you elaborate on what tact means? Tact is saying things in a way for people to understand them. They're truthful, but they're kind. Mm -hmm. Like, like it is untactful to um, say, you, in that situation, um, you need me, I don't need you. Mm -hmm. That's not tact. I've said that before, that's not tact. That's not kind either, but it's true in this situation. The better way for me to say it is that offering me equity doesn't satisfy my time well, and it doesn't make sense for me because I know I have a proof of concept. I can show you a resume of what I bring to the table. This is a great idea, but I can't tell that your idea actually will make me money, so it's not worth my time, but I respect you as a creator. So that's mm-hmm. tact. That came with time because yeah. I'm a truth teller. So I say things as they are. That's and so that's true. offensive sometimes. Yeah. And not that I don't think I should tell the truth, but I have to learn how to say it in a way that people hear. And sometimes even when I'm tactful, they don't like it because people want me to just say yes to them. Right. I'm mm-hmm. also learning that me saying no isn't offensive. Right. We disagree. That's cool. But I'm, I'm still going to say no. Yeah. So for me, um, I'm in a place where I'm learning about tact. But in those situations, my no is way more firm because I, I understand the value that I bring to situations. Yeah, and I think so, yeah. that also brings up a good point of, like, how to say no as well. It's, like, it's informed by knowing your why. Yes. Mm. And I think if you don't know your why, then that's it's so hard good. for you to navigate what to say no to. Yeah. And I think that's something I've been navigating, like, this past month of, like, what is your why? Like, right. why are you doing this in the first place? Because... If it's like to shoot to the top and just make money yeah. and you don't care about the integrity, then right. your your nose might be different. But right. if your thing is like, no, I just want to, Aaron always says it all the time, I just want to be happy mm-hmm. and live a peaceful life or I want to have kids or whatever, then it's like, you know what, I'm not going to say yes to this because this is going to eliminate my time and I'm not going to have a family. I'm not yeah. going to have a life. And so I think navigating your whys also is just like super important of like informing for you what does no look like for you, what does yes look like for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's especially right. when we're in a world where um people are like well if you don't say yes to this you're gonna miss out on this or if you well if you don't do this you know it's almost like 
people try to, my dad, I grew up learning, my dad always used to say, for every action, there's a consequence. He was just so, he just made everything feel like it was so going to be so brutal. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's a negative consequence. It's like, like you said, knowing your why, there's a choice to be made. Yeah. Like, if I prioritize sleep, missing out on going to this celebrity bash, sleep is my, I want to sleep. Right. <laughs> you like that's cool and all but like I'm not I'm not thinking I'm go I'm not missing out like what I wanted was sleep when I was younger I never understood why people would be like oh no uh I'm gonna head out y'all okay for instance we got tickets to the Meg Thee Stallion concert and Eve Thames everything so many people I wanted to see Thames she was my number one that I wanted to see and I really wanted to see Eve. I saw both of them, but I was falling asleep, and so was Deja. So we left before Meg even hit the stage. You wanted to see Meg. You wanted to see Meg. <laughs> Y'all both got to see her. Somebody in my somebody who was looking at us would have been like, "You miss Meg?" But I wanted to sleep. Okay. I was tired. That's what I wanted. That was the number one for me was to go to. I wanted to see Thames. I got what I wanted. Yeah. And y'all got what y'all wanted. But yeah. I think if if I was, when I was younger, I used to rock with the majority or what everybody else was doing. Yeah. And I found myself in a lot of situations where I was like unhappy or unenthused or where I was saying no to stuff that I really wanted and yes yeah. to stuff that other people wanted for the sake of peace. I think unity and peace is necessary and you yeah. do have to compromise. But I was compromised on myself consistently because yeah. I couldn't find my no and 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 now I'm like yeah no nah, this is cool for me y'all got it right <laughs> y'all no y'all right. got it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah 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 shout out to the no's though if you're struggling to find your no um practice mm. the, the only way you can get to a no is practice and I'm somebody who has um I'm an assertive person. I'm very laid back, but I'm assertive. But I still couldn't find my no. I can say no for everybody else. I can say no. Wanda needs to rest. No, uh, we're not going to do this okay. on her behalf. I can say it for my team. But it's for me, it's really difficult for me to say no for me. If your and no is true to you, be true to it. Yes. Ooh, Because yes. you can't receive a no from the Holy Spirit, from the Lord, from your gut, your conscience, whatever, and then still participate in a yes. Yeah. You're conflicting yourself. Yeah, yeah, and that's self-sabotage. You'll, you'll, yeah, you'll be in conflict with yourself. Yes. And then, and then, yes, that's literally a way to sabotage yourself because now you're in conflict with yourself and you're kind of like deep down you know you shouldn't be there or shouldn't yep. be doing something but you're smiling and saying well other people are you're worried about what people are thinking or you want to be the whatever and when you're in conflict with yourself you can't make proper decisions yeah. you don't show up in your best light yeah. you aren't your best self but when you're aligned with yourself everything falls into place yeah. so that's what a lot of people stuff isn't going right for them because they're not saying no enough yeah you you trying to do what everybody else doing or you trying to do what you think you're supposed to be doing versus what you feel like you should be doing a lot of times a no will slow you down enough to know what to do yeah mm -hmm. but, even on the opposite end you might actually have everything go well but you'll be depressed yeah like, so that's right. where you get the formula right. yeah to start depression it's like it's oh not it's not fulfilling. that deep and then you you get deep into it and it's like oh no it is yep. that deep so that's how you get the rich people who are like depressed and you're like how are you rich and depressed that doesn't yeah. make any sense yep. and yep. like you built a life for other people but not yeah. for yourself practice saying no it's hard and sometimes you may get it wrong 
Yeah. I think I've said no to stuff that I probably should have said yes to. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's but true. because I've said no enough, I haven't, I, I'm getting better at not saying yes to the wrong things. Right. And that's I think good. yes to the wrong things is a, sometimes worse than a no to the right, or yeah. a no to the right, because the right thing will come back around if it's supposed to. Yeah. That the way sovereignty in the Lord works, the right thing going to come back around. Yeah, sure. But the wrong thing, you saying yes to the wrong thing, woo, yeah. that's a snare. Yeah. That's a trap that you don't need to be a part of. Yeah. I, uh, I just want to give a quick example of, of a time where I could have said yes to the wrong thing, uh, but chose not to because mm -hmm. because I knew that the no was there and that I needed mm -hmm. to take mm -hmm. on to it. Uh, basically, before I moved to Atlanta, um, uh, I know I talk about grief often. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. Don't, Don't apologize. Uh, That's yeah, life. before I moved to Atlanta, my father passed away the month before, like literally 30 days before. And I felt in my heart that I wanted to have a conversation with my overseer at the time uh, because they were like a second father to me. And they, they've been there for me my whole life, almost my whole life since I was about nine or ten. Um, and, you know, I told them about the move because the move came from me, from the Lord, like directly from the Lord. I never wanted to come to Atlanta. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I told them about the move and they were like, well, if you go, uh, you're going to fall into sexual morality and sexual sin and it's not going to be prosperous for you and things of that nature. And if I would have satisfied him with that, yes, of, of staying in New Jersey and stuff like that, I, I would have never experienced the beauty of what that no brought me. Mm. It brought me you guys. Mm. It brought me so many other uh, projects and, and things that I've been able to, to be a part of. And aside from that, it brought me healing. Ooh, yeah. It brought me comfort. Yeah. It brought me strength because mm -hmm. I had to learn how to navigate a lot of the things that I was going Your through own, at the time yeah. on my own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If and I would have satisfied community yes, for it. finding real community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if I would have satisfied the yes to that man and and instead of the no. Yeah. Come yeah. on now. Jeez. Like I would have also brought you like beautiful memories like I can like yeah. I can like see your first apartment in my head and, exactly like, the layout and the couch <laughs> yes. and, yes. and the murals and like I think it's really beautiful seeing the transition of like even though every season has its ups and downs like yeah. just the fact that you got to experience them and experience those people in that time and for sure you know the beauty that was there at the time I think it's really cool too of like all the different phases that you got to experience and yeah. then you now and really being, you becoming you yeah like we are I I think we have all watched each other become ourselves no, and, it's, for sure. and it's wild because I even look back on me two years ago I'm like whoa yeah. I am such a different person yeah. but where I'm at now is where I always knew where I was going and yeah. I know there's more to come yeah. I, I've seen you become you but I've really really seen I remember meeting you and like loving you at first and being mad about it because you know I told Wanda I'm like yeah. don't don't be bringing fans around we don't know her and then I met you and I was like oh I love her but then I remember other people being like oh what do you think about Nage I'm like I love Nage mm -hmm. and I think that people didn't see who you were becoming I'm such a like I fall in love with who I know people can be yeah I have to watch myself on that right but with you it was like you just needed to be planted in the right pot. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. You were a budding flower. That pot was too small. Yeah. You got put in the right pot and you just started to flourish. And I just, I have loved watching you become you and yeah. what God is doing in your life and changing who you are, becoming who you're supposed to be and all the evolutions of that. But yeah, I think that, I think that you are always becoming. That's the way that the Lord works. You've always yeah. been becoming. But I think Atlanta has been, was a microcosm for you to really like 
absolutely like flourish you know absolutely and i i thank god every day for the gift of discernment that he's been able to give me because if i were to second guess what i heard from him mm. and like not stood on that like none of this would have been been able to be true mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. and i can't even imagine the kind of person i would still be if i had not gone through what life has brought me through up until now yeah you know what i mean so yeah. shout out interesting, to but uh i feel like god just wanted me to encourage you real quick mm. it was interesting while you were talking the word becoming triggered a flashback in my head mm-hmm. and so michelle obama had a book i think called becoming and mm-hmm. i remember watching the documentary and i was like wow this is so beautiful and i feel like my life is going to change soon and it was crazy because then, like, directly after that, that's whenever the whole Michelle Obama playlist thing happened. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's interesting because I feel like God is telling me to tell you of, like, your life, like, is about to bloom mm. right now. And to, like, just kind of, like, snapshot this moment. And, like, Aww. you know, just, like, treasure, like, this moment in time when you're, like, being introspective because it's, like, really beautiful because when every, everything pops off, you're, like, you're just going to be, like, wow, what? Yeah. And so wow. stay tuned. I will say gonna go off. that the Holy Spirit has been preparing my heart silently but surely for that. Mm-hmm. So you saying that to me right now I love is it. a thousand percent on trend. <laughs> so Amen. shout out to the Lord. Yeah. Amen. I think that's actually a good segue for us to just pray for everybody who might be yes. struggling with saying no or trying to figure out their whys so that way they do know what to say yes or what to say no to. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I so. think that's I think that's good. Uh, dear God, thank you so much just for bringing us here today. Um, thank you for allowing us to have these type of conversations and just to plant these seeds into people's minds so they can think about things that they may have not even been exposed to before. Yeah. Um, God, I just pray as people begin to navigate their life, I pray that you show them their purpose. Um, God, I pray that you help people align with your will for their lives. I help, pray that you help people realize they're wise. Um, I pray that you give people the ability to rest. So that way they can even have quiet time to even realize who they are. Mm-hmm. And what does their why even look like for who they are, um, God? And I pray that you help people just begin to navigate saying no to what needs to be removed for their lives. So that way you can make room for what needs to be added to their lives. Um, and God, I just pray that you give people confidence, give people boldness to know exactly what they're saying no to. And let them trust that you always have, you know, the greatest intention for us. All things work together for the good of those who believe. So let them truly believe that and know that. When they say no, it may look crazy, but, you know, they're a child of God, so it's going to be all right. Um, But we just love you so much, and we're grateful for these type of conversations. We're grateful for all the no's we're going to say in the future because we know that the yes is going to be lit. And we appreciate you, Father, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Shout out to the holy girls out there knowing their no's. Big facts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I I see y'all thriving. We see it. Speaking of holy girls, I think it's time for a little holy girl highlight. Okay. Okay. We haven't done one in... Like three episodes. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one girl I actually want to highlight is my girl Aaliyah, aka Queen Lee. Queen, Queen Lee. Lee. Oh, she got the bars. Yes, and so I'm so proud of her because um, I've just been actually hanging out with her a lot in the studio recently, even pulling up to my house and like we've been just making content together. And so it's been really dope seeing just what God is doing in her heart and her ability and her, like, actually taking action on it. Mm. Like, I literally sitting there like, you talking about buddy, release the song. <laughs> yeah. right, release right. the song. And so um, I'm really excited for her just to get the stuff out because I think sometimes you can't see yourself. Yes. And I'm like, I don't think you realize yes. who you are. <laughs> I, yes. I, I, I identify with that. I'm yeah. not even going to say identify. I understand what you're saying about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I'm just so excited because I think she brings a newness. She does. To, 
Christian rap, and I think this is who she is, though. Like, yeah. it's not like a fake, I'm a city girl, but I'm not a city. Like, she, right. she really, like, like she's real. yeah, she really in that life and, like, really love God, really, like, and so I'm excited for her just to be her authentic self, kill it, yeah. add the sauce. I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to listen to these songs in real life, y'all. Right. Drop, drop well, the she's yeah, pumping out the content. So. She got this one song that she played when we were at Dre's studio, and I'm like, when this come out? <laughs> it's like like for real. And yeah. I'm normally normally when people play stuff in the studio, I'll be like, all right, cool. That's gonna be hard when it drops. But I'm like, yo, run this. Right, right, right. I, I need this to be out no, in the real I world. I really texted her, I was like, send me these songs. So yeah. I actually listened to them in my files, so like it goes crazy. And then like, yeah, so it's been really beautiful seeing her flourish. You know, I, I tapped dope. into videographer one day, shot some videos for her. Oh, dope. And I'm just really excited for her. She's going she gonna to level up. It's going to be great. And so, follow Shout Queen out Lee. to Queen Lee. Shout she Queen seems Lee. like such a genuine person. Yeah, I only yeah. met her that one time in the studio, but yeah. that's super dope. And we share our love dope. for Pink. She has a pink house. Oh, so. oh word. Yeah. Yes, that's fine. And she's ill with the lashes, mm-hmm. too. Yes. Yeah. Right. I love them little... Um, the like uh, color highlights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 When I saw her, yeah. she had some pink ones on. That's when when you said yeah. pink, I was like, oh yeah, yes. she had the pink lashes yeah. on. She she's hey, on it. Keep killing it, sis. Okay. Keep killing it, sis. That's our Dope. only girl highlight. Shout out to Queen Lee. All right, y'all. So that's it for today's episode of the Winner Circle. We love y'all. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Really emphasis on the comment because we actually want to hear what you got to yes. say. We love reading them. We love interacting with y'all. But we hope that y'all have an amazing day. Share this with your winner's circle. Big facts. Stay, yeah, yeah. Do all that. (laughs) (laughs) Stay blessed, y'all.